so some sad news to start the show. We found out uh, that on Sunday, uh, listener and, and Facebook group contributor Michelle Palma-Furchak passed away uh, very unexpectedly. So definitely upsetting news and, and something we just felt like we should mention for everyone who was in the group and saw her really good contributions to the group. And I know she was a big supporter of um, us and, and Eric at Vegas Confessions and some other podcasts. Met her at Zorkfest. She was super, super nice. So it seemed like she never had anything negative to say and definitely will be missed. Yeah. No, and it's it's super unfortunate. She was an awesome contributor to the Facebook group, especially early on. I mean, she was one of the very first people in the group. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's very sad. I mean, we've had a couple of, of major, uh, I guess, podcast community people pass away recently and it's just a very sad thing so our our thoughts go out to her family and friends during this time so yeah we just wanted to bring that up before we got started so yeah it feels almost diminutive to call some of the people like listeners like al from yeah, San Diego, I, such, like, that's what i had of... in my mind and i'm like that's not the right word i can't use that word community is yeah. much better all right you ready to do it Sure. Howdy, it's Wednesday, December 19th, 2018, and this is episode 88 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Uh, happy to talk about the trip report. Um, any thoughts on 1988, uh, uh, since it's episode 88? Yeah, I, I don't have too many. I, I didn't do any research this time because I logged into our... Uh, Google Doc here, and I saw you had already done it, so I'll, I'll let you take it away. <laughs> so, a couple of things. One is the very famous Tyson versus Spinks fight at Boardwalk Hall, convention hall at the time. Um, Tyson knocked Spinks out 91 seconds into the fight. They were both undefeated going into that. Uh, Spinks, I think, never fought again after that. Uh, one interesting thing Buster Douglas on the undercard. Um, yeah. He would go on to beat Tyson, of course. So, um, Tyson, right? Not Holyfield. My boxing history is yes, bad. But Buster Douglas is the first person <laughs> to beat Mike Tyson in Japan, I believe. So it, just a, crazy how big boxing was in Atlantic City at the time. I think that's the no. the most oh, yeah, interesting yeah. thing reading about that. Uh, boxing was so huge in Atlantic City. I mean, Donald Trump did quite a lot for boxing. I mean, he was like all the all the early Mike Tyson fights were in Atlantic City. Uh, Sugar Ray Leonard was did a vast majority of his fights in Atlantic City as well. I mean, it was a huge, huge, huge boxing town in, in, in during this time period. Yeah, and it, I mean, this is all. I looked at some of the marketing for this fight. Um, obviously, it was a huge deal because they were both undefeated and sort of claiming that they were the you know title holders. So uh, it was all Trump Plaza branded, um, yep. which which is interesting. And obviously, you know. Trump Plaza is currently in a state of disrepair and unknowing oh. what's going on there. But uh, All the, it's the do for a win headquarters. That's what I've yeah. learned from our logo. Yeah. <laughs> According to our logo that I made like after our first episode and yes. it never changed. I'm sure. No, that was way before our first episode. Really? I don't know. That was on the website, right? No, I don't think so. Uh -huh. um, so the other 1988 thing, speaking of Donald Trump, um, Merv Griffin and Donald Trump uh, were had competing takeover bids actually in 1987 at competing takeover bids, um, for resorts international. 
which at the time was just resorts in Atlantic City and resorts Paradise Island in the Bahamas. And, and so in 1988, they agreed to resolve that by splitting up the company uh, where Merv Griffin got both of the resort's properties and Donald Trump got the stalled Taj Mahal construction project, which I, basically that was his plan, right? <laughs> like that's what he wanted out of that deal was was the Taj. So that's what he got. Um, so sort of a, an interesting thing because it wasn't an opening or anything, but definitely a major point in Atlantic City history and in sort of Trump's history in Atlantic City and Merv Griffin's history in Atlantic City. Uh, so interesting stuff for, for 1988. Yeah. All right. Do we, do we want to jump into the trip report? Yeah, let's go for it. Well, are we going to do this chronologically or are we? Yeah, why not? It was a short enough trip that I feel like chronologically makes sense. All right. Well, I, as promised on the last podcast episode, pick you up off of the streets of Atlantic city. Yeah. I, I pulled in, in a, in a bus to Caesars at like twelve twenty PM. You got there just a few minutes after I did. I, I thought I maybe had enough time to use my bus credit, uh, but it takes, they say it takes half an hour for it to load onto your card, the $25 you get for taking the Greyhound from New York to Atlantic City. I found usually it's pretty much immediate, although this time I went and it said I didn't have it. So basically what happened is I sat down on a machine, put my card in, it said, welcome Craig. I looked for the offer and didn't see it. And then you called and said, I'm outside. <laughs> so I immediately took my card out. So register that trip real quick. Um, and then left, which I thought was funny. Although I realized later it actually registered a trip just by me getting the bus credit. True. Cause they do swipe your card to do yeah. a bus credit. It's not like it used to be where they just handed you a coupon. Um, mm-hmm. but I did think it was funny cause we joked about last episode, me going to hard rock. So did you use your bus credit when you went back? I did. I used it very fast. I actually turned it into like 38 bucks. Oh. And then I was like, yeah, I've got like 20 minutes. Let me play some Buffalo. And then I burned it down to nothing. So <laughs> So you turned it into zero dollars. So I turned it into I went from twenty eight bucks on, tier credits, right? on three real. Yeah, I got like, you know, eight or nine tier credits. I think that's pretty good. That's what Caesars wanted to see. That's worth. I'm not getting the punitive rates, so you know. Yeah. It's fine. Um which is surprising because now I've done back to back just like practically no play trips at Total Rewards. Maybe even three in a row. So I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they're just like this guy's just lost in the in, in the whatever. <laughs> In the wash. Um, so then we, I hopped in your car. We went to the Borgata. Uh-huh. Uh, I tier matched up to M-Life Gold using yeah, while my diamond card. Well, yeah, while you were checking in. Um, I also cashed in my My Vegas 25 Fine Dining credit, which is just like $25 Express Comps, M-Life Express Comps that they bought on your card. Uh, you went to a kiosk and got all the match play. It wasn't all the match play. It was just a hundred bucks. Just a hundred bucks. I've never seen a hundred bucks in match play in my life. Oh. I've, I used to get like, I remember when I went in March, I got 200 or 250 or something. Yeah. I think I used to get 50 and I was like 50 bucks. I'm rolling in it. Uh-huh. Uh, not what I'm getting now. Although I just new offer just recently, 25 bucks just starting now. So, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, moving on up in the world of M life. Yeah. So I think we pretty much went straight from there to go play some tiles, right? Yeah, I mean, we actually checked into my room. Oh, yeah, but, uh, Dro- dropped some stuff off. I charged my Switch. Yeah, yeah. I uh, <laughs> Oh, and I also bought my first of two $500 Borgata gift cards. Oh, okay. Which, I mean, should we talk about that? Yeah, I think people something? are probably interested in the process. So, 
Yeah, so you can, if you want, you can buy a gift card for no surcharge at the concierge for up to $500 using a credit card. And then you can take that gift card and load it onto your player's card as slot play. So if you were planning on putting $500 through a machine anyway, you may as well get a gift card and you know get $500 of credit card points or whatever and do it that way. So you have to cycle through it once, right, before you can cash Correct. it out. Um, so, so to me, I'm like, well, I might not lose $500 in slot play, but it's not but losing That's not $500. what it's losing. You just right. have to cycle it once. <laughs> right. Like if you play, you know, I'm even me playing $1.25 video poker, like I'm going to cycle through $500 in yeah. a in pretty insignificant amount of time, I feel like. Right. Um, so, so how'd that go? Happy with the process? <laughs> yeah, it's super easy. So, well, I'll, I'll talk about both. So I did it... Uh, when we arrived on Thursday, I did it at the concierge for free. And then on Friday, the concierge was closed when I tried to do it because it was pretty early in the morning. So I actually did it at the front desk. If you do oh, it at perfect. the front desk, it's a $1 surcharge. Which oh, a dollar. Not the end of the world. The $1 is worth the credit card points. So you had some credit card bonus, though, if you were to do it at the front desk. Did that work? Or you... uh, I'm not sure yet. So, yes, there's also the... American Express MGM spend two fifty get fifty dollar deal that does not work at the concierge. I tested that last time, but I'm not sure. So it shows up on my credit card. It's not charged to the room or anything. It shows up as a five hundred and one dollar charge to Borgata Buffet. So oh, weird. I, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> That's if it, really if it strange. Or not, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see. Actually, I, I might not know because. I actually went over the buffer because of the hold they put on your credit card, but I'm not sure if I'm going to get it or not. So yeah. I don't think I'm going to have no solidly either way. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, worth a shot, I guess. If yeah, you're not going to spend, if you know you're not going to spend whatever it is, 250 on food. Uh, yeah, I wasn't. Well, it was 150 for me because my room was just about 100. Oh, right. But yeah, I didn't spend close to that on food. And I actually didn't even use my credit card for all the food I spent. I ended up using my comps for everything. So uh, I got a bunch of comps. So we went and played some tiles. I think after that, that was the next step. Yeah. Sounds reasonable. Um, thoughts. I mean, it's $20 tiles, which is awesome. You were playing significantly more than $20. Yeah. I was just, just doing the $20 thing. Uh, crew always good. I feel. Yeah, the, the crew the crew is is consistently great at Borgata, I think, just in everything. Like it's the dealers just seem happier, right? And the pit bosses yeah. and even the players I feel like seem happier. I know I've mentioned this in past episodes, but you don't get the downtrodden quite as often during, at the Borgata, I, I feel like. Yeah, I mean it's interesting. They feel like, it felt like you know, no matter who was swapping in, they were kind of like felt like they were rooting for you. <laughs> like it's interesting they're almost apologetic when they beat you or they get a really good hand um and one thing i i like tiles but a lot of times the dealers uh in asia rooms are like not very conversational at least not with people like us i don't know if that's a okay thing to say <laughs> um but it certainly sees are you saying with white people Craig? yeah sure I, but i think certainly at caesar's like i generally i feel like i you know you're not gonna have much of a conversation with the Pika Tiles dealers. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It just seems like the dealers are, are generally pretty quiet. Um, but no, they're like always super conversational. I always feel like they're, you know, 
uh, sort of improving the game by their just general attitude. So I appreciate that, and it's nice, especially because I'm still like you know I've played a lot of tiles, but I'm still yeah. I don't play it enough that I remember all the, everything going into it, and I still sort of struggle with certain things about hand rankings, like you know, is this the higher six or is this the higher six? and that stuff, and like they just they're they're really good about telling you that stuff and not making you feel like an idiot. So that's that's good. All I ask yeah. is to not feel like an idiot. And just to follow up on that, I played a bunch of Baccarat on this trip. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's a game I really don't know very well at all. Uh, I I still, to this day, don't know it. Like, I'm not comfortable. Like, if you ask me, like, okay, I can tell you when the player draws, but if you ask me, like, does the banker draw here or not, I just, more often than not, I'm I'm not really going to know. But the dealers did a great job, you know, when I was asking them like, yeah, I'm trying to learn, figure out when, when each side draws, they were great at trying to explain it to me. And it was, yeah, it was just a nice experience. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Yeah. Totally sort of reminded myself cause I haven't played a board in a really long time, but like, Oh yeah, this is one of the things that's really good about Borgata as a property. And I, I think there was some concern about MGM's going to really, you know, take some of that away. Cause corporate philosophy and whatever they're not going to dealers not going to be treated as well but you couldn't tell that at all i don't think from from this strip so certainly happy with that yep uh, then after tiles we went down to the amphora lounge used my 25 dollars express comps from my vegas uh what are your thoughts on an amphora lounge it was pretty decent the food was good it wasn't great i don't think but i think it's better than the diamond lounges at caesar's properties yeah, I think it's it's definitely better than any of the Diamond Lounges. Uh, I think it was pretty much on par with the Legends Lounge at Hard Rock for me. Uh, maybe a little more food at the at the Amphora Lounge. I would say just more pretty, options. It was a pretty was a big, big spread there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, certainly bigger than anything at the at the Caesar's Diamond Lounges. Like I think Caesar's specifically uh, Diamond Lounges the biggest spread of any yeah. of the CET. Casinos. The, well, we well, haven't been Harris yeah. still, but Caesars certainly has a much larger spread than Valley's does. Yeah, I mean, the Caesar but... spread is is pretty big, but this dwarfed it. This was like a, a legit buffet. It was, yeah, it was big. Um, so that was cool. My cocktail was fine, not great. Um, one thing that I have, I think a lot of people talk about going to lounges is actually like sitting at the bar and just like talking to the bartender and saying like, "Hey, what's good? Make me something good." And I feel like I should do that because I, whenever I order a cocktail at a lounge, I feel like I'm either told like, eh, we don't really have that. Or if you ask for like what the cocktail is, what cocktails they have, you get kind of like, uh, cocktails, <laughs> <Pick something out. laughs> um, because it's not like they really have a list, uh, like, you know, like a regular bar. So, um, someday I'll actually do what I say I'm going to do and go sit at a bar. I thought the food was pretty solid for the most part. I tried a bunch of different stuff. I was full basically until I got home. <laughs> yeah, legit never needed to eat again after that. And yeah. then just as a spoiler, we I stuffed myself again, you know, a few <laughs> hours later. And then yeah. really was regretting my life. Yeah, my bus trip home the entire time, I was just like, what was I thinking? Like, I'm so full. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, so so- I, I do have a question for our listeners. I thought it 
the the one thing I, I thought down there is I thought it smelled a little bit strange or off or something. I don't know. I did not you know. I know that. we've talked about the entrance to Golden Nugget also smelling a bit off, but I don't know if anyone has been to the Amphora Lounge and thus thought, especially in the food area, like something smelled strange. Oh, I didn't notice. But you didn't notice. I told you about it, and you're like, eh, I don't smell anything. Yeah. I feel like I have a very bad sense of smell. <laughs> I'm always, like, stuffed up and... And not smelling things that people. Say the Amphora Lounge, it was fine. It's it's well worth twenty five comp dollars, but yeah, absolutely. I agree. I don't think it's like something you have to do. I will yeah, say it is, no. it is it is marginally better than a Diamond Lounge. Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I think it's I would say it's a little more than marginally better than a Diamond Lounge, though. Uh, it didn't have Galaga. That's true. I need I need to go back to the Bally Diamond Lounge before I have my diamond status yeah. run. I yeah, haven't been month. the entire time. I haven't been, I think, since you did Diamond in a day. The very funny. first day where they're like where we went before my card even got upgraded in the system and they're like, You're not diamond. Yeah. They're like, they were, I have this diamond card right here. They just they were, printed it downstairs, call them. And they were like, That's meaningless, sir. Everyone and they're has like, a You're not card. diamond. Yeah. Uh so one of the things I noticed, because one of my main goals on this trip was to play a lot of video poker, which I succeeded because uh-huh. I love video poker, um, is that uh, less full pay video poker, uh, both out on the floor and in the B bar. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so it used to be over by the cashier and over by the buffet. There's just like a whole mess of, of nine, six jacks or better. And now you definitely have to kind of like click on the different machines and find them. There is like a whole row over by... Yeah, there's the still two two full rows of full pay, but it used to be three or four over there. Yeah. So uh, there is marginally less. I mean, there's still plenty. So VP Free 2 says there's only four by the cashier cage. There's definitely more than four. There's machines. more than four, yeah. yeah. Uh, full pay machines. So we did find full pay machines and sit there for a while um, and play. That was where you put in your $500 uh-huh. card. You were playing, what, two bucks? Two bucks a spin, yeah. Yeah, so well, two bucks, but ten bucks a spin because it's ten five. Bucks a spin, yeah, max max bet. I was just playing dollar twenty five. Um, so we were playing. I think you were actually doing pretty well, right? Like you had a couple four of kinds. You were up several hundred dollars. I was up. Yeah, I think I cashed out like eight hundred or something on your on your five hundred bucks that you put in. Yeah, I think so. So I think I was up like three hundred bucks. I only, I put in twenty, and I like my. I think my first hand I hit a four of a kind. <laughs> So yeah. I was Im- immediately up a bunch, a bunch being 50 bucks or whatever it is, uh, 30. And then it was like whittling down and, and whittling down. And then I lost all of that. My, my initial $20 buy-in plus my four of a kind put in another 20. I was down to $2 and 50 cents, hit the button, dealt Royal flush. Uh, so all of a sudden I went from down whatever, $37, 50 or whatever <laughs> to up Nine hundred and sixty-one dollars and fifty cents. Nine hundred sixty-two dollars yes. fifty cents. So that was good. Uh, the funny thing is, like, I was sitting there and like you're you're you were up at that time like four hundred bucks, <laughs> but just like obviously visually like ah, oh, you got another royal flush, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> um, because you know normally if you're up several hundred dollars, you'd be very happy about that. But yeah, well, you're just better at the game than I am. That's, I really yeah. I think you played like. I don't know. How, what what do you think the ratio is? You think I probably played at least five times more hands than you? I mean, just in your doing diamond in a day, you played a huge number of hands, and you gambled way longer than I did, like, before I even started. 
Yeah, so Diamond in a Day I did at least. That was what? Was that 50,000 coin in at $10 a spin, so 5,000 spins? Yeah, I mean, I play significantly more than you do now. You play more. You spend more time there, but even like now you play... Like when we both play, I think I play significantly more hands oh, that's, in the same amount of time as you do. Yeah, and yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. I don't know you're not the fastest video poker player. That's true. Because I don't think you aim to be the fastest. Video oh poker no, player. no. Part of the fun is is slow playing it, as we discovered yeah. in our Facebook group. The slower you play, the more you win. <laughs> I'm told by you that that is incontrovertibly true. Yes. Um, Sometimes I say things in the Facebook group, and then I feel bad about it, and then. I don't think your sarcasm was detected. By no, all. It, it wasn't. Um, but, I mean, I mean, it, it is true. It, it's yeah. I mean, it, you lose less when you press right. lower. That's definitely true. Uh, so, for some definitions of win more, it's true. Yes, losing less is winning more in my right. book. I when I when I write the book that I talked about on Twitter, my book about you know how to be an advantage player by being an incredibly low low roller and also getting incredibly lucky. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which is the case for me now. Um, that will be one of the keys. Losing less is the same thing as winning more. I, I, I don't see how you can dispute that. Yeah, I mean, you can't. It's, it's definitely true. Uh, yeah, so that's one of the, actually one of the things. When I got home, I track my wins and losses of like every session. And I put it into my spreadsheet and realized that in the just over five years, I think it's like five years in a month, that I've been tracking my casino win loss. I am now in the positive by 500 some dollars. Oh, so pretty so good you're down before you're Royal. So I was, except I, I, if you count non casino gambling, I did win my March madness pool for 1300 bucks this year. And a couple years ago, I won like three or 400 bucks in March madness. So you're I'm like way, greatest gambler. way, way up on that stuff. Um, it's just, just all pure luck, but yeah, I mean, or I'm the greatest gambler ever. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's one or the other. To get other. Delta Royal requires a lot of skill. I know. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know how you can say it's anything but skill. It's pretty excellent. So it was exciting. I mean, cool to get another Royal. The funny thing is like, you really just want another one. Like you get it and you're like, you know, it'd be really awesome. You know, it's better than one Royal, <laughs> two Royals. <laughs> I wouldn't know because I did zero Royals. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know what that's like since I've got two, so I yeah. can't even relate. I can't relate to all you people with no royals. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say other than that I'm a super skilled gambler. If you use my arbitrary endpoints of, you know, five years from now to now. And the best thing about getting a royal on a quarter game is no tax forms. That no was nice. Pay. That was, yeah, no hand pay. I, I sat there and kept playing. I really wanted to win that 40 bucks back that I was down. It's like, mm. that would, I want to be up of an even $1,000. That didn't happen. Um. So yeah, all diamonds. So both my row of flushes have been diamonds. It's, I can see that you care a lot about that. It's, it's statistically I mean, significant. Is there like some deep thought that goes along with that, or it's just clearly all my row of flushes will be diamonds? One hundred percent. Are we supposed to hold more royal cards if they're in diamonds than other suits? So, so say you get, say you get. Like if you have, to, like, ace, king of diamonds and queen, jack of spades, should you hold the diamonds? Is I'll that... go even further. Say you get, like, four to a royal, but it's spades, and you also have jacks are better, and it's, like, because you have, like, a jack of diamonds. Uh-huh. You should keep the jack of diamonds. 
That's what I. But think. not the jack of spades. No, no, no. Get rid of everything else because you're only going to get the diamond royal. Royal. <laughs> I think. I think that's smart mathematically. Yeah, I, I think. I don't remember off like exactly, but I think I have seen that on Wizard Bods. So yeah. we can double check after the episode. Uh, so I think we went and played craps after that, or did we play craps before that? I don't know. No, we, there was we, craps went, to, in there. we went to. So Eric showed up shortly after that, and we went to B Bar. We went straight from. Yeah, video poker to more video poker. Correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sounds. So right. I'm almost positive. Well, you and I played a crap session in there somewhere. Anyways, that doesn't matter. Craps. Did we craps happen? Did we play craps with that Eric? I don't think yes. so. Yes. Yeah, we did. I had two crap sessions. Anyways. Uh, all right. Whatever. Um. We went to B Bar. Eric came. That was cool. Good to see Eric for a few hours. Uh, thanks for making probably uh, equal. We played craps of- before we played Jacks or better at all. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, thanks to Eric for, I think, driving for as much time as he was actually in Atlantic City. Yes. The, <laughs> as, as always, Eric Rosenthal, one of the nicest men in, uh, the podcast game. It was definitely great to see him, uh, for him to drive all the way down from near the city, I guess, where he lives and works to, to visit for a couple hours. Yeah. Um, so we went to the B bar, I think all. All of us were disappointed that the B bar now is not just chock full of full pay video poker. Yeah, it still has some, but it's definitely has less than it used to have. Yeah, so so I think it was you had a nine six machine that was what a dollar. Yep. Did it was the fifty cents well, even nine six? I, I think it was fifty cents. Yeah. So so my I'm machine, not sure. I, I play two dollars when it's available, so I didn't really check. But. My machine even up to a dollar was not nine six. So uh-huh. so a quarter. Did we find quarter machines that were nine six? I can't remember. I don't know. I think there were some. I mean, you were do- well in the B bar. You mean? Yeah, I don't even remember what I was playing. I don't remember. Uh, but definitely less than there was. It's less easy to find. Um, because it used to be that one side of the mach- one side of the B bar was you could get quarter full pay, and the other side it had to be dollar. But now it seems like there's just less altogether. Um, uh-huh. so that's disappointing, although not all that surprising given MGM. Uh, I also, there's something about B bar felt off to me this trip. Really? Like the service wasn't great. Something the about the was good. lighting seemed off. Uh, I don't know. Like we didn't have like an incredibly hot waitress. Like we had the yeah. last time we were there. But... Oh, maybe that's the big thing. <laughs> I don't know. I just didn't like, I remember thinking like, this is a really good bar and really good video poker. It is. And I, it is a very good. I think. I think it still is a very good bar with very good video poker, but not as good as it was. It's not as good as it was, but yeah. it's still a very nice place to play video poker and a very nice place to drink. Maybe I was just so disappointed by eight five. I was so disappointed in only hitting one royal flush instead of yeah. two. You know what it was? Is that it was nine five video poker. Because we oh, we turned it on, we that's right. Looked that's at it, your, we were your, like, "Your guys' machines were nine five. Yeah, we were like, "Oh, yeah. sweet nine six. And they're like, "Oh no, it's nine five. I mean, you don't see very often. Not a bad game. <laughs> no, it's a totally fine game. Um, but I think what I left saying was like, "There's eight five. Oh no, it was nine five. If it was fifty cents or up for a quarter, it was eight eight five. And so what I left saying was, if I'm going to play quarter eight five video poker, I would rather do it at the Hard Rock Center Bar. I just prefer the experience there. Uh-huh. Um, 
so before we continue, I mean, just because it's it's been brought up, do you? I assume next episode, if not next episode, then in two episodes, we'll do our best of 2018. Do you know what you're leaning towards as the best casino in AC? And you don't have to tell me now, but I thought we got Eric's answer there. So we know what his preference is. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about it on the subway today and it's, it's really hard to choose. Like, uh-huh. I feel like I have multiple options and I'm not sure what right. I would choose. It's not like 2017 when there was one option. Right. Which is great for Atlantic City. I think that's a really good thing that there are like legitimate debate. There's a legitimate debate about like which casino uh-huh. is the finest casino. Yes. Whereas before it was just like it's Borgata and there's nobody else even really close. Right. Um, so yeah, we have we have Eric's input for sure, and and you yeah. know I've got opinions, you've got opinions, so we'll have to see how it all shakes out in a couple episodes. Yeah. Uh, so we also played some craps at the Borg again. Re- I thought the crew was really good. I have not always had the best crews at Borg, but I thought this time they're yeah good. the crew I, friendly I, funny. I, so yeah, I played craps for quite a while the next morning as well, and both crews that I had were were very very good. Were the tables not as bouncy as they used to be? I I rolled it off the table much less than I usually yeah. do at Borg. So, Same. yeah, I definitely think they were not the trampolines that they used to be. Uh, Hard Rock has incredibly bouncy tables, so I don't know if now Hard Rock actually has the bounciest tables in in Atlantic City, which would be an incredible change because the the Borg ones used to just be insane how yeah. much the the dice bounced off the thing. So. Um, that's an it's upgrade. like a pinball machine. If you hit the right yeah. spot, it just like shoots way up in the air. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was ridiculous. I never had a problem this time, but, uh, yeah, I had fun playing craps. I, you know, generally reasonably okay sessions. Yeah, no, but all, all my sessions were, were pretty decent. I think I won money in all of my crap sessions. I think I lost in one of them because it was like, we were up and then it was just like, Set the point seven out, set the point seven out, set the point seven out, like three shooters in a row. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I'm going to, and then I had to go to the bus. <laughs> oh no. Then, then we went and got food. I think after that. Yes. Uh, that was when Eric left. Right. Eric left after craps. And me and you went to long bar. Yeah. So we were talking about going to Caesars and you were like, I should not drive. Yes. Which is smart. That was for the best. I when I was at Long Bar, I'm like, eh, I think I'm fine, but, like, it wouldn't be a great idea to drive. And then, like, ten minutes after you left, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm drunk. <laughs> so it was uh, definitely the right idea. So, actually, after crafts, you were talking about going to Caesars, and then I was like, well, if I'm going to Uber to Caesars, I'm not going to go spend, you know, an hour and a half by myself, so let's go get some food. Even yeah. though I, I don't think either of us were particularly hungry yet at that no. point. Um, but it- so- Instead, we, and especially you, ordered a ridiculous, yeah. a ridiculous amount of food at Long Bar. Yeah, I ordered two appetizers, but they were not small. Um, I got, yeah, that, it was a lot of tots that you got. Yeah, the tots, I did not think they were particularly good, the disco tots. They were all right. Um, whatever was on them was not great. And then... The wings were pretty good. Yeah, the wings were solid. They were like the honey chili yeah. wings or whatever. And those, I got I got a margarita pizza with mushrooms on it, and I thought it was good. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, so... Long bar, long bar is fine. Oh, yeah, the food was fine. The service was slow. 
I mean, our bartender was good. The food service was slow, though. I think took a long time for the food to come. Yeah, that's pretty standard because it's not their kitchen. So I, I think right. that's that was my experience the previous time I went to Long Bar. It was pretty slow food. So, so you went to uh, so after Long Bar, you took an Uber back to Caesars and played a little bit of video poker in slots, and then hopped on the bus. Yeah, that was it. Went, used my free bus credit, turned it into thirty eight bucks. I was like, I could leave now, or I could go burn this all at the buffalo and burn it all i did and then sure enough one minute later it's just buffalo yeah. uh yeah no i only think i got one buffalo in in the entire session it was bad it was a bad session and then uh-huh. the whole time i was actually thinking like I, I mean i was like really cutting it close to the bus and the whole time i was thinking like if i get the bonus game and get a bunch of free spins and sometimes you buffalo, will miss the bus yeah so sometimes buffalo you yeah, can get it like, could be like 50 50 free spins or something, right? Well, you, I think you pretty much always start out with like eight or 10, but then uh, it's pretty easy to re-trigger more. So I've been sitting there definitely for like 10 minutes and had just free spins. Keep going, keep going, keep going. So I was thinking like if that happens, I would be really screwed. And for not a significant amount of money, which is the dumbest part because it was penny right. starts, So, um, But that didn't happen. I didn't have that luck, I guess. So uh, spent down that money. If you Who cares? had to take the 1230 bus. For like six bucks. Yeah, that would have, that would have been because you good. wouldn't have gotten up. No, no. I mean, I'm going to leave in the mid bonus. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's crazy talk. Uh, they're a buffalo to be buffaloed. <laughs> uh, so that was it for me. Got on the bus. It was a very hot and like gross bus, and somebody was eating some kind of burrito, and it smelled really bad. It was <laughs> it was an unpleasant return trip. That got back to. <laughs> to new york city at like twelve ten in the morning and then it got back and i just missed the path and i waited like 29 minutes for the next path train it sucked that was not <laughs> enjoyable it took like four hours door to door which really sucked but yeah the price i pay still i would say totally worth it for nine hours in atlantic city i had a good time a, hit a royal it's a worthwhile trip it's a worthwhile trip anytime you you hit a royal flush it's a worthwhile trip yeah i mean i remember all i remember from my day trip last last year at about the same time was and that was like an even shorter trip for me with <laughs> yeah you were there for much, like six hours yeah was that it was still just like nice to and i was like completely shell-shocked then too because i had a one month old or whatever so i like hadn't slept in a month and uh but it was just like nice to be in atlantic city for those yeah. six hours and it was well worth it so yeah man uh so what did you do after i left i bailed I played you were drunk a bit of and rot and I don't believe that I did anything else that night <clears throat> after Baccarat. I think I just went up and went to sleep pretty early at like 11 o'clock or something. Wow. Like that. Wow. Yeah, that is early. Yeah. And then I woke up quite hungover and unpleasant feeling at a little after five in the morning. So <laughs> it was a very early start to the next day. Oh, that sucks. But and more time in AC because you... Yeah, you know. it, was, it was more time in AC. It was good. So I went down to the lobby probably at like 6 and uh, played some craps, played a bunch more Baccarat, and then just played slots and video booker for a little bit with the next $500 gift card that I bought. And uh, went to bread and butter and then got oh, out of there. Always a good choice. Yeah, so- bread and butter is good. It's It's very, very good. So I, I always tell myself this after trips is like I frequently wake up at like six or seven, not feeling great, and then like force myself to lay in bed like, oh, I don't feel good until like nine in the morning. Why would you do that? That's 
Because I'm always oh. like, oh, I'm going to feel so shitty. If I could just get another hour of sleep, I'll feel so much better. And then I don't get any more sleep, but I'm just like, no, has anyone ever gone back to sleep in that situation? Probably not. But but every time I'm like, I'm in Atlantic City or like Vegas to go it's even just, further back. I should just down get there. up and yeah. I have two more hours in Vegas. Even if I feel crappy, at least I'm like, you know, in AC in Vegas. And yeah. go have another cocktail and feel better. Uh, I did that's not have just, any cocktails the next that's day. That's just science. I still felt better being on the casino floor than I did in the room. Nothing settles your stomach at 7 in the morning like a Coors Light. Yeah. That's... Well, I still, like, I'd eaten so much food the night before, I still did not eat breakfast for, like, <laughs> three hours. After that's the worst. When you're still... Because I'm just like, I yeah. can't eat because I'm too full still. Wow. Yeah, that's that's awful. I've definitely had days like that where it's just like, ah, oh, man, I never uh, want to yes. see food again. Eventually, I shoveled some bread and butter down, but it took a while. Did you get a Taylor ham egg and cheese sandwich? I got a the bacon egg and cheese sandwich eh, and a raspberry bear claw. Oh, so good. Oh, man. Now I really want some pastries. <laughs> <laughs> it was very, very good. So so that was the first time we spent a whole lot of time at Borgata in a very long time. Yeah. Um, it was only Borgata for me. I did not step foot in any other property in atlantic oh nice so you didn't make it to harris no golden nugget i don't know why i said nice for that you should be supporting other properties kyle uh we're both m life gold now yeah what kind of offers me are until you? september 2019 and you until september 2020 i know yeah it's great um maybe i'll even next time i go to vegas maybe i'll even be gold maybe although oh. I, I, uh, as far I as i can tell advice for you craig you need to match to hyatt soon because they just took away the benefits of matching to explorist so uh, uh as far as Do i can tell I, actually, March 1st, I think i need to go to an m life casino in vegas and say like hey i'm gold at borgata i also need to be gold here because i don't think that it just automatically syncs up as my understanding if i'm wrong I'm not sure someone someone mentioned it in the facebook group uh or on twitter so what kind of offers are you getting after your tons of play? Well, Morgana? we're both getting the same offers. We're both getting same rates. Uh, yeah, the exact same rates because we were talking about it. Sunday through Thursday um, comps. Yeah, I haven't seen any difference in my offers yet, though. I don't think. So I was not getting any free play. I've been getting $50 match play forever. So I'm now getting $25 slot play. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's that's an upgrade from nothing. And then uh, none of my other offers have cycled through. I'm assuming it'll take a few more weeks to actually see. Yeah, yeah. Once they post uh, March, I think, is the first one that they haven't posted yet. I assume mm-hmm. that uh, maybe I'll get 100 instead of 50 or something like that. But Yeah, so I, th- I think that actually syncs up pretty well with what I'm getting at Hard Rock, uh, which is also Sunday through Thursday, I believe. Um, yep. Resorts, Monday through Thursday. I'll tell you what Hard Rock will not win. Infosec of the year in Atlantic City <laughs> in our best of 2018. Uh, boy, yes, yeah. their cert is expired right now. And, yeah, and not to mention the six-digit ID and four-digit PIN is your login. <laughs> yeah, that has All not changed. numeric. Uh, you also still cannot book your hotel offers online. Yeah. Um, I do get $30 of slot play most days at Hard Rock instead of 25 Uh So, anything else on, on the trip? Uh, it was a it was a good trip. Uh, just a little bit about my room. It was very nice. It was on the top floor. Oh, yeah. I forgot. The top floor. That was great. Yeah. The view was, was very pretty. Um, the room was... It, it could use a refresh, I think. I think it's getting a little long in the tooth, but it was still a nice room. 
Yeah, uh, they're they're was... really well done, but yeah, you can start seeing like the edges of the furniture and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the furniture is, like gets a little chewed up and stuff, and you know they're all glass tops, so the top looks good, but it's like the rest of it gets a little beat up. And, yeah. I mean it's it's fine, it's it's perfectly fine, but you can tell it's getting a little long in the tooth. It could use a refresh soon. Yeah, I expect maybe that'll happen soon. I don't know. I expect that, but mm-hmm. I th- it seems like they're on top of their shit. Yes. But it was nice. It was a nice room. It was a nice trip. I had a very good time. I'm really glad I did it. I think it gave me the perspective I needed to feel comfortable in making my assessments for the best of 2018. Because I don't, it had been a long time since I'd stayed there. So, so two questions. Do you expect to make Borg a more regular part of your casino rotation in Atlantic City? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, here's the thing, right? There's like these great properties on the boardwalk. I prefer the boardwalk. That's where I'm at. I would. I definitely had a point. I mean, dur- they give you, during the trip. they give me like they've always given me enough match play to make it worthwhile for me to spend at That's least true. a few hours to go out there because it's you know if I'm getting a hundred dollars match play every time I go, which is what I got this time, and like I said, I got two hundred dollars in March when I went. Like that's that's a worthwhile detour for me, but it's just kind of out of the way, and you know I prefer the boardwalk. Yeah. I mean, for me, even though it was, like, a very short whirlwind trip, like, you know, nine hours, it, there was no downtime. Right. I still found myself, like, at some point around 7 p.m. thinking, like, oh, I wish I made it to the Hard Rock Asia Room <laughs> because this is such a great... Yeah, you were talking about it a, a lot when we were playing Tiles. You're like, oh, we could be at the Asia Room in Hard Rock right now. <laughs> It'd be so much better. Um, but, I mean, I had a good time playing Tiles at Borg, but, yeah, I mean... Also $20. Pai Gao, really, really beautiful room. And I just, there's something about the hard rock vibe that I just prefer. Yeah, uh, I know you, you really enjoy the hard rock brand or whatever. I'm a sucker for that themed crap. Yes. Unabashed. New York, New York, your yeah. favorite. New York, New York is not my favorite. But there are it some other much cr- crappier themed stuff that I do really like. Wild Wild Blessed. Yeah. Excalibur. It's great. Oh, boy. Luxor. Luxor are all de-themed and sucks now. Um, so, anything else about the trip? No, it was a good did trip. I, did I ask you a second question? I said I had two questions. I don't think I... Yeah, I won a little bit of money. Not as much as you, but... Went on That's a good. Extra. Yeah, winning a little bit of money is good. Plus an extra $1,000 that I magically created out of thin air, thanks to my credit card and Borgata. So that was good. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Because that's not real money. No, it's not. I mean, that's all, you know, you got to pay that down the line and that's all just mixed in with it. So it's like I won like $1,200 yeah. and I actually won like $200. Seems, that seems right to me. I think that checks out. Yeah. Should we talk news? Uh, yeah, we can blow through some news. I don't think there's too much to say about any of this, but uh, I guess the big piece of news that came out today, I think, or maybe yesterday was Total Rewards is becoming a Caesars Rewards because, I mean, Total Rewards has always been kind of a ridiculous name, I think. And I don't know why it was never branded as Harris Rewards before or Caesars Rewards now since it changed from Harris to Caesars. But basically, everything is more or less exactly the same. Uh, it's the same, all the same tiers. 25K is still the kind of magic number in Diamond where you get into the Diamond Lounges for free. Uh, the one change is that you get a free room in Atlantic City or Vegas for every 5,000 tier credits earned, which I think is mostly nothing because if you have 5,000 tier credits, you're probably getting a lot of free rooms in AC or Vegas. Yeah. I would guess you're probably not paying for too many rooms in either place. If you have even 5,000 tier credits a year, right. which is like, 
you know, that's not even Diamond Status. I mean, but... is that like un like can you go to Nobu with that though? I mean, that's like so it does my say all all participating properties. I would guess that you can probably get a Caesar's room, but not a Nobu room. But I yeah. don't. I, I'm unclear. It also says like blackout dates apply. But hopefully that only means, you know, like New Year's Eve. Every not, weekend. Yeah, every Saturday night. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, that doesn't seem like a huge major benefit right. to me. And and also, so if you're Diamond, you get two free nights at the crappy Caesars property in Dubai. And if you're Seven Stars, you get two free nights at the nice Caesars property in Dubai. Do we know that the, the lesser Caesars property is crappy in Dubai? Or are you just saying it's the lesser I, good? I'm, I'm sure it's still plenty nice, but I have... <laughs> Perhaps the least desire to go to Dubai is basically anywhere in the world. So. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, it I, seems wholly uninteresting to me. Yeah, I, I even if I was going to be still diamond, I wouldn't be taking advantage of that. But yeah. uh, more power to anybody who does. Yes, I'm a man who loves to travel, but Dubai is not an interesting location for me. Yeah. It is, it, it's something that's, like, very generic and luxurious, and that's, like, two things I do not like at all uh it's like not gritty or real I, I don't know it's not a place for me that makes sense i think that fits your personality right <laughs> yeah i mean it's like for people who really love luxury i think dubai is a good place and that is not you and no that's not me yeah should talk about more taxes oh, yeah let's Ta- hear about taxes yeah, all right go ahead uh so we mentioned last episode that the number one delinquent tax ower in atlantic city was bart blatstein's properties mainly showboat uh and he paid those so no longer can say that he is the biggest tax uh ower in atlantic city so most tax debt in terms of property taxes so i'll link to that article david danza's press of ac uh he has paid those debts without a big fight which is crazy i think we're you said last time you thought that there was going to be an assessment battle yeah, there were even he was rumors the last were, possible yeah. second before they were going to repossess his property. Yeah, so done yeah, deal. Good for him. Yep. Uh, some quick hits. Yeah, uh, we, can, we can do some quick hits. So Mike, Subway at Subway Mike on Twitter, mentioned that he was at the sports book bar at the uh-huh. Ocean, and the bartenders were talking about how they were going to go to a drink ticket system. So this is like the Vegas drink ticket system? Yeah, so basically just making sure that you're actually playing on the machines to get uh-huh, free, or free actually tickets. Making, or like for every X dollars you bet you get a drink ticket or whatever at the sports book. So my understanding is that it's specifically, from what he said, specifically the video poker bar. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming they already have their own drink ticket system for sports betting. Like okay. that's probably through the actual sports betting desk. Uh, so this is, is through the machines. What do you, I mean, I... I I don't really know what to think about this. I mean, it's the most crowded part of Ocean, at least. It was the last time I was there. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a very high... I mean, for one thing, it's, like, in the dead center of the casino. Right. And for another, it's, you know, obviously surrounded by TV screens and is a pretty cool area. So, I don't know. It's hard for me to get super up in arms about it, but... Yeah, I mean, from what I saw, I didn't see too many people even playing video poker the couple times I was there, most people were just sitting and, and paying for their drinks. But I mean, for them, I, I would guess it's more of a protect your most crowded part of the casino. And, you know, if people are sitting and taking up a bar stool, you either want them gambling or paying for their drinks. So it's, it's one of those things where 
until you actually sit and play and see how frequently the tickets come out, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Uh, you know, even at Hard Rock, at the center bar, they do swipe your card and kind of track it to make sure you're continuing to play, as far as I can tell. Although, I think it's pretty generous. <laughs> like, you can really, really slow play it and still get drinks. Um, but, yeah, I, I, you know, maybe until we hear that it's really stingy, I'm not going to worry too much about it. Yep. So, I guess the contract is up for Miss America in Atlantic City, and it has not been renewed. So, Miss America is officially looking for a new home again, which I know... A few years ago, they went to Vegas for a year. Is that right? Yes, they went to Vegas, I think, for a few years, and then it came back to Atlantic City. Yeah. Uh, So they're once again looking around. Obviously, Miss America's had a lot of issues and scandal in the last couple of years, but uh, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on this? The CRDA has also come under fire for their handling of the contract. So I think it's basically both things happening at once. I I can't... Just when I think about Miss America, it's like... This is a thing that seems not relevant to me in 2018, and it it doesn't seem like it's worth the four million dollars a year they've been paying for the rights to host it. But I don't know, I I could be wrong. So I love. It seems very old fashioned to me. It's, yeah, I mean, I love marketing snake oil, and I think there's a lot of value to like brand positioning and that kind of stuff that probably uh-huh. more than other people do. But at all the sort of claims about well miss america really puts a spotlight on atlantic city like i never bought any of that it, like at least not in the last few years because you know you watch the pageant which i've done just because i like atlantic city and you, you know that's the only part of the pageant that i like right is the atlantic city stuff no, nothing uh-huh. else about it um uh-huh. but <laughs> uh you know there's really very little actual atlantic city stuff to be seen you know they they introduce the girls in the women I shouldn't call them girls uh, in in parts of atlantic city uh and you know like usually on the boardwalk and you know one year it was like right before a hurricane or something and there were just gale force winds and it looked ridiculous and made atlantic city look horrible uh, so uh, i don't know that it's necessarily really adding that much to atlantic city and i i would doubt that it's infusing four million dollars worth of value um, and more importantly, I, I would doubt that it's the best use of $4 million a year for the CRDA. Um, so I'll link to an article by Amy S. Rosenberg of the Philly Inquirer. I feel like we haven't linked to her stuff in a while. Yeah, so it's been a little while. Good. She's a, an OG. She's been doing this for a lot longer than we have. So Yeah, good to mention Amy uh, back on, on the show. Uh, do you want to talk about Trump Plaza's major, major updates with Trump Plaza? <laughs> <laughs> it's still there. It still there. seems like it's still going to be there for a little while. Yeah, so I remember um, when they first – there's some first sort of like random rumblings about like, oh, yeah, after la- after Labor Day, they're going to demolish it. Like that was just sort of a throwaway line it felt like and after Labor Day could mean anything. It could be definitely in the future and it seems like that's the case. <laughs> so it's not scheduled. There's no permit filed. Uh, the CRDA, when we last checked in on this – uh, Carl Icahn was asking the CRDA for $5.6 million to kick in and basically saying, hey, you want this thing gone, pay for it, uh, which the CRDA has declined to do. Uh, I think we, you and I sort of begrudgingly said that that would be a, an acceptable use of CRDA funds, but uh, <laughs> that's not where they went. So I'll link to the David Danza's article. I don't think there's too much to say until we hear more about what's going on, which, you know, who knows when that's going to be. But 
it does suck that that's the first thing you see when you pull in off the expressway. Yeah, it's a terrible eyesore. and It's hideous. The sooner it goes away, the better. But unfortunately, I think uh, Carl Icahn knows that. So I assume he's going to get paid off eventually to tear this thing down. Yeah. Yeah, I would think. Uh, the last thing you have on here is Atlantic City's getting a medical marijuana dispensary, which uh, since it's medical marijuana, I don't really care or think it's super relevant. But I don't think it's too hard to get a prescription, Kyle. Yeah, but still, it requires some effort. It's not, like, recreational or anything, which right. I think New Jersey's going to talk about soon, right? Legalizing? I mean, Phil Murphy ran on that, like, big time. It was one of the few things that he actually was very straightforward about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that and getting out of running Atlantic City, and yet yeah. here we are. Yeah. Um, I'll leave my political opinions at home, now that I've already <laughs> ship sailed on that. But... <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, medical marijuana. I don't know. I guess it's something. It seems like a thing that's pretty much accepted now. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's everywhere. As far as I mean, it's not everywhere, everywhere, but it's in most places. So uh, I mean, people seem to think it helps, and from everything I've read, it certainly helps a lot of people with a lot of issues, especially psychological or kind of long term pain. So I don't, I don't have any problem with it. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't get so stressed out about the last day of all my trips if I had a prescription for some medical <laughs> you, marijuana. You seem like someone who has wound a little tight, and it could probably do you some good. A little bit. Have you ever smoked marijuana, Craig? Never. Not once in a while. You seem like a man who has not ever smoked marijuana. Yeah. You're very straight-laced. and Yeah, just the drinking and gambling. Yeah. That's fine. Those are good vices. I'm fine with that. Yeah, uh, no, drinking and gambling is good. What about you? Yeah, I have. I'm yeah. facing all the questions. Yeah, um, no, I, I did when I was. I haven't done it in over ten years, I'd say. But don't lie to me, you stoner. When I was a younger man, I would partake sometimes. Yeah, yeah. totally legally, of course. See, I, I've always said, like, you know, I'm 35 now. It's still too late to start. But in reality, like, I got two kids. I got a job with, you know, I guess there are responsibilities in my job. I don't know what they are, but I, I you know, I guess I have them. Uh, you, you know, now is the, is the time to do it. Right? Yeah. Like, this is the most stressful point in my life. If I'm going to do it, I should do it now. Yeah, that sounds right. I'd assume that mid-30s when you have small kids is probably going to be the most stressful part of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope. Because I, I mean, I don't yeah, need to get, prescription, in, man. I'm sure I don't need need to get more stressful than this. That's all I, I mean, got to say. I don't know. I, I assume it's equally easy everywhere, but I know I have read plenty of articles back in the early days when California was basically the only place that had it, and apparently it was pretty trivial to get one there. So, yeah, and that was twelve years ago or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think it's difficult. So I'll link to that article, Nicole Leonard, Press of Atlantic City. So you you missed the most important piece of news that has come out. It's not on the agenda. That I hit a royal flush? We talked about that. No, November results, man. What? We didn't November results. We didn't talk about that last episode? No. Sure we did. They were not yet. Yeah, man. So I don't think there's anything really of note except that Ocean made eleven million US dollars. They're closing in quickly on me winning my bet. I think it's hard to go from eleven point six or whatever they got to uh all we need is a 9.9. That's it. If it happens, it is going to be like 9.9 9 
or nine point eight or something. But I think I think I think. Come on, man. I don't. I'll, I think they're gonna I'll, avoid it. I think if we just have like one of the winter months with bad weather, I think it's yeah, happening. yeah. So I think it's like, like a shoe in to happen if there's like two snowstorms in a month. Yeah, especially like, on the weekends. February short short month already. Yeah. Yeah, what like one weekend snowstorm? You're right. Ah, oh, man, I'm not. I, I really, you're right. I'm betting on the weather here. Yeah, if the weather's perfect, I think you're in good shape. But yeah. in the winter, I think it's supposed to be a snowy winter too. I don't know if they actually know that, but that's what I've heard. The the old farmer's almanac. Yes, yes. I read Benjamin Franklin's farmer's almanac, and he said it was going to be snowy. Uh, yeah. It's important for my crops. I must know. Are you feeling confident about your bet? Uh, I'm. More confident than I was, I guess. I'm like sixty forty. I think it's gonna happen. I'm a, I'm getting nervous. Um, I still feel like I got a I, I got a good shot, but yeah, I think it's I think I, I think I'm feeling forty sixty. So that makes sense. Uh, so yeah. that's one thing. Um, I had some things. I had some yeah. Things so to so I think the, the, the the big thing, the big takeaway from it is actually every single casino went up month over month except Hard Rock and Rebel, who both or wow rebel uh ocean who got beat up pretty badly and i I think the takeaway is that like those two casinos in particular are not maintaining their initial like kind of big well i wouldn't call them big numbers but big-ish numbers yeah they're like and i'm i'm sure that like both of the companies that open them up are probably extremely disappointed at this point yeah yeah, I mean, I mean I, Hard Rock is in a solid fifth place, and it they weren't super close to fourth place this month. They're a full million dollars behind fourth, I guess. It's really bad. And four million behind third. Yeah, it's not good. It's yeah, it's not good. So we have our ten dollar bet on this, mm-hmm. where I said we're not going to have anyone under ten million for a month. Um, one option for that bet, depending on. The over under for Orioles wins in 2019 is to put ten bucks on presumably the under. Well, didn't didn't I announce last time that if the over under is above sixty, I will make the largest sports bet of my life on the under? You did, or did I just say that privately to you and GT? I think that was just privately to me. But I, all right, I have announced it, and I've made some pretty big sports bets, but the Orioles are going to be god awful horrendous and so, so, so if, six, when it's like 62 and a half i will put a lot of money on the under i can't imagine it will be that high i think it's going to be in the high 50s i mean e- i said i looked it up last year and, and miami's was like 64 or something 63. Yeah, 63 or 64 yeah yeah and you said that they were in a similar situation to the orioles so yeah they and were they, the, i think they the under took it, but it was like one game under or something. It was one game and they didn't play one of their games. So they only played 161 games. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So good stuff. Anything else? 45 wins. Greg. 45. Hey, their Pythagorean was 50, 50. No, they won 47 games last year. Okay. Their Pythagorean was 55 wins. So they significantly underperformed what they were expected to based on their run differential. So think about that. <laughs> I don't think I have anything else. Uh, so, so what I'm saying is they don't have to be any more talented to win more games. Which is good because they're going to be less talented. They will be much less talented <laughs> because P players like Manny Machado, who was on the team for most of the year last year, will be there. Uh, you never know, man. Chris Davis, maybe he'll like start hitting 300 and hit yeah. and 50 home runs again. But could, I could don't happen. think so. <laughs> so we're not sports handicappers, but but if you see that number come in, 
and there was a six in front of it, and it's not six, go bet the under. That is our recommendation. Yeah, I, our strong, strong recommendation. I mean, the Orioles will be significantly worse than last year when they won 47 games. So <laughs> Seems good. All right. Uh, I don't know. It's going to make me, it's going to make me nervous when I put 500 bucks on the Orioles to go under and then and they're going to, you know, they're going to start like 6 and 1 or something and it'll be yeah. like Yeah, like some dude, the world is over. But maybe they'll be the opposite of the 1998 Yankees who started 1 and 8 or whatever and still won 120 games. Yeah. I don't know. I I would be shocked. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, and I don't think we have anything else. So I have another uh, question that I totally forgot, and I remembered like six times, and well, then I kept forgetting it. Just, so that's uh, good. just think about it while I close this thing out, and then you can ask me when after I'm done reading all of our our copy. So if you want to join us or any of our listeners at the Facebook group, you can do so at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. You can find all of our content at do for a win.com. Uh, you found our podcast already. You can reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin. And you can send questions to Craig at do for a win at gmail.com. So what, 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 what's your thought? What's your question? I don't have it. <sighs> it's something Borgata related. So when are we going to uh, record next? That was my question. When are we going to Atlantic city next? When are you going I, to I don't know if you've us? heard, but in the beginning of February, I'm doing a pretty big trip. So I am thinking that probably I would guess April will be the next time I go, which April is maybe twelfth for Kenny Loggins at the ocean. Uh we'll see. So I think I'm actually going in a few weeks if we assuming that the babysitting works out. I think I will go for my anniversary. Although we haven't confirmed that we have babysitting and we should probably get on that because it's, you know, days away now, so I wouldn't rule out the weekend of April 12th, but Kenny Loggins will not be the impetus. Let's let's put it that way. Crazy. <laughs> so when are we going to record next? And is it going to be the best of 2018? It may or may not be the best of 2018. I think it will be in 2019 when we record next, I would think. After New Year? Right after New Year's? I think we can do best of 2018 because yeah, I think sure. we're going to have to crank happen. that out soon since I'll be in macau for a while and we'll probably be talking a little bit about that right beforehand that's true which by uh, the way no updates i'm super lazy not just just not gonna book anything you're just gonna get there and be like eh, yeah hope something's available chinese new year there gotta be rooms uh i'll find a room seems smart yeah it'll be good. no room at the inn kyle merry christmas it'll be fine <laughs> I will have a nice trip to Macau to just despite everyone who says I will not have a nice trip because much doubt, including the dealers. At yes, the, the dealers at at, at the Borgata were like, "You're an idiot. Nothing's going to be open." They're like, "Don't go." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it's going to be crazy." They're like, "No, it, it's not going to be crazy. Nothing's going to be open." Yeah, and I'm so. like, "Well, yeah, small businesses I know will be closed. We'll be like, no major business. Nothing's going to be open. <laughs> Don't go." So good, and I was like. <laughs> I hate you guys. <laughs> I'm never coming here again. All right. Well, th- thank you guys very much for listening. And we'll we'll talk to you in a couple weeks, maybe with the best 2018 episode. Yeah. Happy New Year. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I think it's going to be good. I think we'll get to have a good fisticuffs about... You and me? Best. Best of 2018. Because we're going to disagree? Watch us actually agree on everything. 
I think we're going to disagree. I disagree with your face. 